Welcome to the Ignite Podcast, the only healthcare marketing podcast that digs into the digital strategies and tactics that help you accelerate growth. Each week, Cardinals experts explore innovative ways to build your digital presence and attract more patients. Buckle up for another episode of Ignite. What's going on, guys? You know who I am, so I'm not going to introduce myself. This is Rich Bredick, our head of performance marketing. You know, this is going to be a really cool episode for a lot of y'all because there's so many advertising platforms, so much stuff we have to do from a marketing perspective now, so many channels, so many tactics. But where do you start? It's with understanding your patient, what she cares about, how she takes her journey, where she looks for information, and at what point you serve her with what kind of advertising. Rich, welcome back to Ignite Begrudgingly. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Begrudgingly. Yeah. Excitedly. No, Absolutely. you're excitedly. I'm excited. I just saw the episode of Succession last night where uh, they alter Logan Roy's thing and he said, and I'm excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, can you sound excited when you say excited? <laughs> oh man, that show's so cringy. I love it. All right, guys, where do we start? Where do we start? Typically, Cardinal's not known as a marketing research firm, but do we use any kind of insights before we get into marketing plan? Companies come to us and they say, we want to increase patient volume and we want to do it quickly. Where do you use tip? start. I asked them what they mean by that. Okay. So I want 2x the amount of patients is what they say, right? Right. And so we've kind of covered this topic before, but if you want a great media plan that achieves your goals and objectives, you've got to have great measurable goals and objectives, right? Okay. So I think we, we did a, a webinar uh, for the ADSO where we chatted about this. And it's like a lot of the times when you speak to someone for the first time, they'll say it's just something like you just said, right? Which is like, I need to double my patient volume or I need to increase my patient volume by 10%. But typically they're a multi-location company. They are multidisciplinary. So what do you really mean, right? What is that, what is that goal okay. really, right? It's usually then when you dig in, it's I need to increase the patients at this location by 12 a month to, yep. to fill my provider capacity. And I need a certain number of patients for this service line because this is where the profitability is. I need to have a certain number of patients on this service line. So really understanding the specifics around the objectives is, okay. is number one, right? So getting that goal. In you place. get the goals and we have the quantifiable metrics. and right. That's great. And I love that clients are now not just saying I need X amount of leads. They're saying patients and we're saying, how are we going to track them? That's good. We've got that. Then where do we go? Then you really got to understand how those specific patients in those specific areas find you. Right. Okay. How do we and, do that? And yeah. so that's going to be first defining the patient persona, right? So are there any specific demographic traits around that patient to start with at the highest level? So as an example, right? Like if you are a podiatry provider, right? One of the core audiences for people who use podiatrists are diabetics, right? So if you are if you are a diabetic, you pretty much always have to go and see a podiatrist, or there's a, a heavy percentage of diabetics have okay. to go and see podiatrists because they have issues with lower extremities. So one of your patient personas is probably going to be diabetics, right? So then it's like, okay, how if I'm a diabetic, first of all, can you how do you target diabetics? So there are certain DSPs out there, display platforms, native platforms that can target those patient populations. But then if I'm a diabetic and I need to find a podiatrist, how do I begin my patient journey, right? What am I searching? What am I looking for, right? Probably I'm not typing in podiatrist near me to begin with. Okay. I'm probably typing in something like leg pain, leg pain with diabetes, because I'm starting my journey with a symptom, not with the known solution. Okay. Another example, right, is uh, we were at a physical therapist's 
last week in Chicago. And one of the, the, the stats that got mentioned is only 10% of their patient population or people who are suffering with pain know that they need physical therapy. Only 10% out of the available patient audience that they could address. So you've got to start with actually what people are searching, which is they're trying to self-diagnose. So that's where you that's where you initially get in front of them. Okay. And then it's your goal to give them something that's of value to them, right? So if I'm typing in something like lower back pain and limited mobility when playing golf, something very specific like that. Yeah, it sounds like last week for you. Okay. Right, exactly. <laughs> when hacking away with a golf ball, you should be giving me, or, or knee pain when I run, yeah. you should be giving me like content that specifically addresses that. Like what exercises should I be doing? Do I need to change my golf swing? Do I need to change my running gait? Do I have the right running shoes? Right. This is the kind of content that you give them before you say, come see me. I'm a How are you therapist. giving them that content? Blog content is obvious. That's Blog great. Content, and everybody's already doing videos. that. Okay, so we create like, the videos and they're provided or UGC, like let's get tagged. Yeah, here. so I mean... Nowadays, with the rise of AI, you can even do AI-generated videos. You can do AI-generated audio tracks if you wanted to do programmatic audio. But I think the main thing is that first touch point. I mean, blog post is going to be a lot of it, honestly. Yeah. But that main touch point has got to be so you're giving them something and asking them for nothing. And how are we serving the right people? How do we know when they have lower back pain and they're bad golfers like you? Because they're searching for it. Oh, and so then you're <laughs> serving up context. That's contextual right. advertising, Contextual right? advertising okay. on display, native. Connect TV, OTT, all those fun channels. That's the next and, episode, as Dr. Dre would say, not to be covered in this one. Right. And on search, okay. right? So being on those symptom-based terms, as well as just being on physical therapist near me, right? Okay. So again, that's the other thing too. And, and that's the key with all of this is your budget is also going to determine where you reach your audience and okay. when. Why? Right? Because if you've got a really low budget, you're probably just going to want to spend the majority of your budget further down the funnel. Yeah. Right? If people are actively looking for physical therapists near me, that's probably where you want to spend the majority of your budget if it's low. You probably don't want to be engaging them on low back pain. Okay. But if you've got the budget to support engaging with them throughout their health journey, that's when you are on these other is there is there Is there any theory behind, even if budget's small, yeah, maybe 10%. Let's say they've got at least yeah, yeah. 30% impression shared, but is there any theory there that maybe 10% should still be going to brand to make clicks, leads, patients cheaper six months? Yes, because it's more about winning at the bottom of the, of the funnel, right? So the theory is, or the hypothesis is, that if you educate and give these prospective patients something at the beginning of the funnel, they're going to know you by the time they're actively seeking care out at the bottom of the funnel, yeah. they're going to trust you. Mm -hmm. And so that when you appear in the auction next to your competitive set, they're going to they're gonna right. select you. Same reason so. our clients have their logo at the high school football game. Exactly. There's no different. They're a, no, this you're is a, known a little entity. bit more targeted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk specifically about the market research piece. How do we, we don't really do this, but how have you seen this done really well? We've seen some presentations like, yeah. wow, I, I never would have thought about that for this behavioral group or that physicians were even looking, like, what, how do you go about this? What's the best way to learn more about your patient demo? Yeah, I mean, I think there's stuff that you can do easily and then stuff that's more difficult, right? All right, let's so, talk about the difficult stuff first. <laughs> let's talk about the difficult stuff first. So the difficult stuff first is speaking to patients, right? There's, okay. no, there's no substitute for speaking to patients. Okay, right? so, why did they choose you? Right, so you can do existing patient surveys, right? Why did they choose you, all that fun stuff, okay. right? Uh, what were their motivations? What were they looking for when they were comparing providers? What awareness level did they have about the solution? 
as they began their research. What started their research? Where did they start in their right, journey? Right, beautiful. I love that. All those yeah. questions. And then you could do the same thing, but not to your existing patients. So just to a patient, you could do surveys to a broader demographic. You do these surveys online with like the Google survey thing? Yeah, it, right. So the secondary piece would be that, right? Okay. Is you do Google surveys or you do Pollfish or you do these, these general audience surveys where you have a screening question that says, have you ever used a behavioral health provider before? Have it's you ever YouTube used... question I yeah. get. I always answer it. Have you ever used a physical therapist before? Got it. You click yes. Then you're in the survey population that's going to ask you to fill out that survey. Okay. Right. And then so so you'll have those comparison points of people that picked you and the people that didn't pick okay. you. Okay. Okay. So you got you patient surveys and then you have the non-patient surveys online. Yep. What else? Any other fancy tricks? I mean, one of the other places that you can go is you can do sentiment analysis. So voice of the customer stuff. So mining your own reviews online and mining other people's reviews, competitor reviews. So like a physical therapy brand A wants to know why people go to physical therapy brand B. They can go and look at physical therapy brand B's reviews okay. and see what commonalities start popping yep. up in those reviews, right? Yep. Do, they, is, do they love the doctor? Is it the fact that they accept all this insurance? Is it the fact that you can go on Sunday evenings? You know, whatever it is, right? There's going to be some commonalities that, that pop out. Okay, good. Good. Yeah. What is the easiest thing? The easiest stuff is just looking around at your at your competitors online. So okay. using competitor tools like SEM Rush, similar web, and then looking at like Facebook ads library, looking at Moat, seeing what kind of advertising competitors are putting out, seeing what content they have online, where they're engaging with people. And from that you can kind of disseminate what their strategy is. Yeah, you don't have large, to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, that's right. Point. You can see everybody's ads online. Yeah. Facebook. And, and then you Lots can figure out where the opportunities are, right? Okay. So like in that example that I gave about low back pain, if physical therapy B, who's your competitor, has a really amazing article that talks about golf swings and back pain and all that fun stuff, maybe that's just not an, an avenue, an opportunity, right? Because what are you going to do? Write a similar blog post, and then it's you're trying to fight for you're yeah. trying to fight for market share. Maybe you need to think. Well, actually, we're going to go after this slightly other demographic because they, okay. they've kind of got that covered. Surveys. The best. The best research I have come has been from third-party market research firms. Do you need one of these agencies? You can go to Upwork. You got to do a third party. Is that we're going to get the best interviews? And also, interviewing providers gives really cool insights too. Of yeah, what yeah, they absolutely. find to be the best care avenues and what you're doing well, not so well. And also, that's another thing that you could be doing too. Like, so if you're a referral-based company. Don't just brand to patients, brand to the providers that refer you. Okay. You know, I think you may, you may even, you may have a sales team, you may have a field team that's calling yeah. on these providers, yeah. but they might not be getting through. Mm -hmm. They don't, you know, they don't know. They might not know as soon as a new provider comes into the market. Whereas with digital, because you're targeting by practice, by provider type, as soon as a new provider enters that market, we can be reaching them with digital, with display ads, with native, with programmatic audio, with yeah. programmatic video. Beautiful. Even if the, the audiences are small, I mean, there's only so many referring providers. Yeah, even if the audience is small. You could stand up some B2B email automations B2B. too through a HubSpot, get the list of the emails of the providers and the... Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And actually there's very specific products for that. So okay. like, am I allowed to brand other technologies on Well, here? as long as they're giving us 10% <laughs> commission. Yeah. So IQVIA has a a provider targeting email okay. products. Good. Yeah, I saw it. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very good uh, stuff. And when they land on the page, you know to, you know about it and you yeah, can reach out. Exactly. First. So your sales team can follow up with them. I love it. Try and build those partnerships. So okay. yeah, there's a lot of stuff that you can do outside of just search to, to reach patients and also providers. Okay.
I love it. Guys, you heard it here from Rich. Thanks for joining us. We heard everything about that, everything that it takes to reach your, your patient base and know what the heck kind of content they want to read about, how they want to be educated, and how where you find out if it's resonating or not in the different channels you use to get in front of them. This is fun. This is different. It's not all just about strategies and blasting more media out there. You can be more effective with the media you're putting out there and the content. And it makes sense to educate your patient base before they're coming downstream, guys. This is the new patient journey. We can't all just be on Google Ads and SEO. You see other things are starting to take over. ChatGPT, people are gonna find healthcare through there. The TikTok as well, except if you're in Montana. So there's different patient journeys and you guys gotta get used to advertising on different channels with different kinds of educational content. I hope this was useful. We'll see you next week for CTV, OTT, all the acronyms for different media buying. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ignite. Interested in keeping up with the latest trends in healthcare marketing? Subscribe to our podcast and leave a rating and review. For more healthcare marketing tips, visit our blog at cardinaldigitalmarketing.com.